Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on the happy hour, excuse me, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com, Nick Sander and Rico with you, 402-464-5685, Honda Lincoln Hotline, Starter Heyman Text Line, both those open for you the uh, remainder of the day, Starter Heyman Jewelers, video stream, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube as well, um, Nick underscore Sander and at Radio Rico AC on Twitter, Twitter, um, Twitters, all right. We got this text here towards the end of the break there from Ed. He says this. Guys, the team went 3-9. and nine. No matter how you spin it, the guys we lost were partially responsible for nine losses last season. Replacing them shouldn't be that hard. Here, here's what I'll say. Enrico and I kind of discussed this I have during, during the break. Um, if... And, and I know you may not be insinuating this, Ed, and, and feel free to follow up with any thoughts or anything like that. Or if you want to call in, feel free. But my whole thing is you're still losing a lot of guys. Um, and, and let's Enrico and I kind of talked about if if the guys that are not going to be here next year are not returning. So no Adrian Martinez, no Austin Allen. You guys get the gist. If you play this season over, how does it change? Without any of them. <clears throat> and and if you're in the boat that says it, it gets better, it's Nebraska's going to should at least win six games. And, and remember that the schedule was a little tougher. You had to go to Oklahoma. You have to play Ohio State. You had to play Michigan. And when, when you spin it that way, if you're in that lane of Nebraska's a much better team with without Adrian, without Austin Allen, and and with the guys that they have behind them, then my question, and this is just a general question, not even uh, talking and directing this at Ed, but why weren't they playing ahead before? Why, why weren't those guys playing already? And if that was a problem, if that's why Nebraska, if there were better guys behind Adrian Martinez and behind Austin Allen and... And behind everybody in that secundary, including Deontay Williams, Cam Taylor Britt, um, there was a better better center on the roster than Cam Jurgens. If if that's the case, then we got a big problem on our hands. <laughs> big, huge. My issue with that statement is, 
is that you are you are hoping that you can replace people as as talented as those guys next season. Like that is that is the issue with this team is that they haven't had depth that they have been able to replace injured players with and play at the same level uh, for a while. That's why Adrian Martinez, despite breaking his jaw, was left in the game. That's why after after Damian Daniels was hurt, you noticed that team started running into the middle of Nebraska's defense more often. When JoJo Doman wasn't there, they would run to that. They, like, you, everybody was concerned when JoJo Doman said he wasn't playing the last couple of games. Everybody knew that that was a big loss. If you don't have those two safeties back there, you saw what... I don't want to pick on anybody, but you saw what the replacement for one of the safeties was getting burned multiple times in a game when he was when he was back there. Cam Taylor Britt was your best corner. We all know that. It's going to be hard to replace these players. The hope, the hope is that you get better, is that the players behind them or the players you bring in can play at that level or better. That is what you hope every season. But saying that the 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 players that had left have left this team are responsible for nine losses it should not be hard to replace them is is not a not a great thing to say and and here's a i maybe we need to change our our word choice because maybe replacing is the wrong word um better word in a more competitive program should be beat out win the job compete better just because you are the best team, best person on a bad team does not make you like. Even bad teams have really good players. You are the best person on a bad team. I, I'm I'm curious. What what's? Here's here's what I'll say, and and maybe I'm I'm wrong on this, and feel free to shout me out. Going into this last season, a lot of folks, including myself. Um, is was as high on Nebraska football, and it's not even just a media thing because at the beginning of the season I wasn't necessarily part of the media yet. <laughs> um, and so it wasn't even that. It was more of a, this is year four. You have a four year starter at quarterback. You've had some consistency in terms of coaches. Um, you bring back two former players in, in Jay Foreman and Jason Peter to help with off-the-field stuff as volunteers donating their own time to, to help get these guys right. You have, you've made changes in that regard. You have a very heavy senior defense, especially in the secondary. Um, you, you have consistency at wide receiver for one of the few times. Um, all, all I'm saying is you, myself... I felt really, really good about where this program was going into the season back on August 28th. And it's going to be interesting, and, and I don't know how, I, how I'll feel going into the season next year when they're on the road to Ireland to play Northwestern. But here we are, December 23rd, and before we know it, as fast as time moves and as fast as the college football world moves, they don't have a quarterback. And in a time that they have publicly said on a couple occasions that they want to get a transfer portal quarterback. And that is where you start. With that, can I jump back into Absolutely. So we have some Tom's cousin, Rich. I call BS. There's absolutely no reason Adrian Martinez should have been left in and he should have been benched game two. 
you can pin four losses on Martinez without him, they would have gone to a bowl game this year. Well, Tom's cousin, Rich, if you didn't have Adrian Martinez and you believe that Nebraska would have gone to a bowl game this year, why are they trying so hard to get a transfer portal quarterback? Why are they trying so hard not to play Logan Smothers? Why would they have left Adrian in after he shattered his jaw to play in games because he gave them the best chance to win. You're gonna, you're saying they throw an inexperienced freshman, still a freshman, COVID, redshirt freshman, true freshman, whatever you want to call him, quarterback in there, who, as many people have seen or many people have talked about, still struggles getting the ball downfield, which is something Adrian Martinez showed a lot of promise with this season. If you would have seen Samore Toure going deep and catching most of his touchdown passes 20-plus yards down the field, and you want to throw Logan Smothers, who ran the ball 26 times against Iowa, mm-hmm. against this schedule that they had, and you think they would have made a bowl game? That is, that is no. It's, it's going to be hard to replace these players. You hope it is not. You hope you can do it. Adrian Martinez, for all the crap that he took, was a four-year starter and and set all kinds of records at Nebraska. The win-loss doesn't show it. He was an extraordinary athlete and a pretty solid quarterback. Did he have turnover problems? Yes, he did. But he was still a, a, an amazing quarterback who wasn't surrounded by that much talent for about a year and a half, but turned it up this season. And then, you know, after Purdue, it kind of the, the wheels kind of fell off. Austin Allen was the Big Ten tight end of the year. You 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 think you're going to replace the Big Ten tight end of the year just like that? That's a hard one. Cam Jurgens, for all the struggles he had his first two and a half seasons as a center, again stepped it up this this year to a level which they were pulling him, pulling him to help on the outside with pass rushers. And you think that you're just going to replace these guys and it's not going to be a problem because ah well these guys were part of nine losses it shouldn't be that hard. That, that's a really good point, Rico. And, and you know me. You, we've done been doing a show long enough. I'm on the same. I'm, I'm in the same boat as you are, right? And here's what I'll build off of that. You're not only replacing Adrian going forward. Gus makes my point on the text line. Huskers don't have a quarterback. He says running back. There's a question mark in the running back room right now because of Gabe Irvin. You don't have an offensive line. You lost your best offensive lineman in Cam Jurgens because he's going to the NFL and a new offensive line coach. Or def- he and then Gus adds or defensive backs for twenty twenty two. There's there are are a lot of unknowns going into twenty twenty two, and so this is where and we talked about it at the end of the Tom and Bach. I kind of made a I joked about it about how these bad feelings were flaring up and and these it was like a rash that just got worse and worse. Because it flared up when I thought about going back to August of 2021 here, going into this season, thinking, man, think about everything that they had, quote unquote, going for them. Mm -hmm. The position that they were in. And they still went three and nine. They still went three and nine. A name texter. They won three games. I understand they won three games. Those were Absolutely. your best players. Those were your best players on a three-win team. How do you replace your best players on a team that isn't very good? And here's here's what I will say also before we get to outdoors, Kevin on the Honda Lincoln Hotline. When you look, crap, I lost my train of thought. Let's go to outdoors, <laughs> Kevin. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. Outdoors, Kevin, what's on your mind, man? 
Hey, I agree with you. It's, I don't think – I mean, we got to get a transfer quarterback, one that can throw the ball consistent and hit his targets. Uh, I don't think Logan – I was a big Logan Smothers fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he is the answer. Um, and I like Adrian Martinez. And I think it was time for us to go our separate ways for him and yeah. us, honestly. I think he needs – he needs less pressure. Maybe he doesn't make those mistakes he did, but I I think he's going to have a good year there. And uh, I think I just think it was better for both of us to go our separate ways. Um, hopefully, they can get a transfer quarterback that's worth it. You know, mm-hmm. worth the crap. Exactly. Because I don't think I don't think Logan Smothers is that type of quarterback for uh, the offensive coordinator Whipple. I don't. Mm-hmm think he's that type of thrower so uh, i'll hang up and hopefully it's a better year so appreciate it outdoors Thank kevin you. yeah merry christmas you merry too. christmas outdoors kevin that, that's a really good point and he actually rem- right at the start of that phone call i remember my thought is there were times and, and me and rico said it multiple times on the show there were a multitude of times throughout the season where adrian should have been benched he should have been it's true Adrian was a great great athlete and, and great quarterback and he made some stupid mistakes. There were times that it wasn't it didn't seem like he looked in tune with the game. He wasn't checked in fully. There were times where there were stupid mistakes and you felt, why are they keeping him in? Here's the thing, and you have to keep this in mind. They had to keep him in. They still kept him in. After everything, every single mistake that he did week in and week out, they still kept him in. So here's the thing. What does that tell you about how the coaches feel about the guys behind him? No trust. And and no trust, that's a really, really great word to say right there, Rico. Because they're the offense that they ran against Iowa, not sustainable. Not sustainable. No, you're not running your quarterback 26 times in the Big Ten. And when you do, you get hurt. And right now... And like it just goes back to the whole thing of they've they've publicly said multiple times that they want to go to the transfer portal, and you, me, and Mark were talking about it way before way before two o'clock when the, before the show started. Um, if Nebraska is selling this whole thing, and this was Mark's thought, and I, I absolutely agree with him, if Nebraska is selling the whole thing of hey, come here and play, you are our st- starting quarterback. And here we are, a couple we a little over a yeah no almost a full month after mm. the season st- ended, and that one of the seasons that there were a lot of high profile quarterbacks, there were there are still a lot of quarterbacks out there. I'm not necessarily calling them high profile yet, and nobody's coming. What does that tell you about confidence in in this coaching staff from from a player's point of view? And from the outside perspective, that's not in the Nebraska bubble. And then if you're okay with, if this coaching staff is okay with and content with what they have, Heinrich Harburg, Logan Smothers, that's great. But why weren't you content when okay and, and, and felt confident in them when Adrian Martinez was playing really, really, really bad? Consistency and accountability. It all works together. Can I say something that uh, yeah. might be controversial and might get a couple people riled up on the text line because I keep saying it multiple times? Go ahead. 
everybody keeps saying Logan Smothers played a really good game, and they were like, hey, I'm really, I'm really confident in Logan Smothers leading the offense. I'm really confident in Logan Smothers. He played a really nice game against Iowa. You know what Logan Smothers looked like? Logan Smothers looked like freshman Adrian Martinez. So if you want to say you're confident in him leading the, leading the game, leading the team, and he looked like Adrian Martinez, and you keep bashing Adrian Martinez, I mean, I don't get it. I like Logan. I really think he's a really talented quarterback. I think he's going to be good. Yeah, and, and here's— But a- he, 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 played a, he played an okay game. But I still believe that, that you, you might need a transfer quarterback if you're going to save Scott Frost's job. If you have one year, you cannot bank on— if you, if you didn't play him mm-hmm. this season with multiple chances, with Adrian Martinez playing terrible in a couple of games— and and him getting injured a couple of times, and you still didn't want to put Logan Smothers in the game, I yeah. don't see how you can throw him out here for this win-or-lose-your-job season. And let me say this. A couple more thoughts before we get to our final timeout. We're not... I, I'm personally not blaming Logan. Because right now, in my opinion, this does not fall on Logan. The fact that Logan um, isn't ready to be the starting quarterback at Nebraska... I don't necessarily put on him. Oh, that's not on him. He's and been so here then, two years. So then, you, you, bingo. He was an early enrollee. So when you talk about this early enrollee stuff and and learning the playbook right out of the right out of the gate, well, what happened there? And then you, you talk about okay. So then we get to this text, and this is the final one before we uh, before we get to break, and, and we talk, we we wrap up. The weekend we get ready and get in a better mood before Christmas. Um, because yeah, we should really do that. There's a lot of there's a lot of good comments here. I want to get to this. Um, there was something about us chugging Kool Aid, Rico. I gotta find it. Okay, here we go. This comes from an unnamed texter. I guarantee once we get a portal quarterback, both of you will start chugging Kool Aid. Here's what I'll say. I disagree because there is nobody right now in the portal that we know of. That if Nebraska gets, I would be pumped about. Also, on top of that, going back to what I just said about Logan Smothers being here for two years, and unfortunately him, if he's not ready to be the starting quarterback, once again, not on him. I'm not blaming him for that because I'll be honest, I was pumped when we saw when I got when we got Logan Smothers. I was pumped. Oh, he was great. And unfortunately, and he was gritty and tough. He yeah. played. He played in the playoffs with a with a broken rib and a punctured lung. It's really a shame, and and that's the whole thing is I, I don't want this conversation that we're having to be clouded by, oh, these guys hate Logan Smothers, don't want Logan. No, I would be thrilled if Logan Smothers was able to be the quarterback, and frankly, two years after, or after two years of being in the same system and, and working with the same coach, you should be ready to have, a, have more um, control over the offense and be able to run the offense other, rather than just running the ball 20-plus times in a game. Mm-hmm. But and and the coaching staff coaching staff should have at least a little bit of trust to put you in in a game where you're starting quarterback through four interceptions against Purdue, <laughs> but they didn't, and that's not on Logan in my opinion. That is on this coaching staff and the lack of development. So then, when you look at a transfer portal quarterback and you see that these guys that are in the portal right now, there's not a Spencer Rattler, there's not a Dylan Gabriel, there's not a Miles Brennan. The guys, it's it's Zach Calzada from Texas A and M. Kedon Kedon Slovis is gone. He's at Pitt. Casey Thompson. Casey Thompson, great. Texas. What has Texas done? There's no here. Here's the thing. 
There's no proven winners. There's not a Spencer Rattler left in this quarterback uh, portal, right? So when they come in, they're still going to need to develop them. And through this point, whether you want to look at Adrian Martinez, whether you want to look at Logan Smothers, whether you want to look at Luke McCaffrey to a certain extent because he wasn't necessarily a quarterback, unfortunately, just the way it is, they have not been able to develop a quarterback. I mean, you want to hope that the that the quarterback's coach that they brought in, the offensive coordinator, Mark Whipple, can change that. And maybe, maybe, under his tutelage, Logan Smothers can, be, can become a really good quarterback. Maybe, under his tutelage, whoever they bring in from the transfer portal, if they go into the transfer portal, maybe they're content with, with Smothers and Harburg and Masker and, and everybody else in that quarterback room. Maybe they're content with them. And Whipple can whip these guys into shape and and get them playing Nebraska Big Ten quarterback starter level playing. And and here's the thing, and somebody says this, and this is a good point. Maybe that's why the coach is no longer there. Good point. But this is the this is it, man. This is the season. You got one year to at least make a bowl game. One year. And my whole thing is why'd it take so long? to make a change if something's not working. And now I, I understand getting into a rhythm and getting consistency, but maybe not in year after year four when you go three and nine and it looks actually like you're regressing rather than progressing at some positions. In terms of the, the, the close scores and everything, yeah, Nebraska was really, really close a lot of the time. But unfortunately, when you look at their record, it's three and nine. And when somebody scans skims over that record, it just says three and nine. It doesn't say a lot of one score losses. I I just wanted to, and somebody says this seven and five minimum for next year, and that's a whole another conversation to have for another time. And and we've d- dove into that a little bit surface level style, but it's just uh, interesting to see how they haven't been extremely active in the portal this season. This offseason, I should say. They've gotten Isaiah Garcia-Castaneda from New Mexico State. Tommy Hill, the interior offense, or the defensive lineman, Justin Evans-Jenkins. But right at the top, quarterback, right? All right, we're running a couple minutes late. Let's get to break. Good stuff. We will uh, wrap it up, get you guys ready for old school with me and Bach here in a couple minutes after this break on the happy hour. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.